0: A playlist original. We all follow people online and we do it because they make us laugh or they inspire us, or maybe we have a little crush on them, which would be detailed extensively on this pod, but who do those people follow? Every week on the Follow Friday podcast, you'll find out. It's a guide to the best people on the internet. Past guests have included Dana Schwartz, a journalist and author who I've followed since her time at Entertainment Weekly, Washington Post, TikTok star and survivor aficionado, Dave Jorgensen, New York Times writer, Kara Swisher, and many, many more. Search Follow Friday in your podcast app now or go to followfridaypodcast.com. up it's your host Tori and who is ready to be petty welcome back to another episode of RTBP today I'm joined by Bailey from the kind of cute podcast and we talk about lots of fun things she's a lawyer so of course we had to talk about the Kardashians and their court case with Black China that just started this week they're doing a jury selection we talk about the Kardashians at Disneyland we talk about the rumor that ASAP Rocky cheated on Rihanna. We talk about Darren Chris's new baby. And then Bailey names a Pettyweight Champion of the Week. Spoiler alert, it has to do with Coachella. And then she shares This Week in Petty, which is a real-life celeb encounter. So I'm excited for you all to hear that. It's a really fun one, so let's get to it. Without further ado, here is my conversation with Bailey. I'm back with a
1: very special guest, Bailey from the Kinda Cute podcast is here. Bailey, how are you? I was telling Tori I'm so excited to be on Ready to Be Petty. It's my first time being a guest on a podcast and I'm elated. I'm so honored to be asked on. Oh my gosh, Kate, I know. So I didn't know that it
0: was Bailey's first
1: guest spot and I'm like so thrilled.
0: I found your podcast from when you had Shannon from Fluently Forward on your podcast. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so fun. I feel like we
1: cover a lot of the same topics. And it's I just feel like it's like kind of same. Yes, vibe. I feel the same way. I listen to your episodes with Shannon when you're on hers, when she was on yours. So <laughs> I totally agree. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thanks, Shannon, for connecting us both.
0: Yes. (laughs)
1: So I guess I spoiled it a little bit, but can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your podcast? Sure. So my name is Bailey. I go by Bailey Evan on the Internet. I'm 33 years old, so I am very solidly like a millennial gal, but I would say my interests tend a little Gen Z. I am a lawyer, reluctantly, but I've been into pop culture like as long as I can remember and I started kind of cute back in 2019 just to get out my pop culture thoughts and I talk about pop culture in general but I usually do it through the lens of The Cut which is a publication from New York Mag and their reporting style just like struck a chord with me and um, I, I love recording my podcasts and Even though I don't have a huge audience, it really brings me a lot of joy and is a great outlet to distract me from the law.
0: (laughs) Yeah, seriously, do you use do you find that you use your legal mind to like dissect some of these pop culture? I feel like a lot Especially with the Kardashians, so much is like
1: intersecting with the law nowadays. Yeah, I think it helps me reading an article because I can kind of understand it in a way. I don't know if I would be able to if I wasn't in like I actually do litigation as a lawyer. That's the kind of law I do. So it does help me just understand terms and stuff like that. I don't know if I'm great about putting on my legal cap when I'm reading pop culture because I so try to disassociate from that. But I think in the background it helps.
0: That's a good point. Yeah, So, so synthesizing, synthesizing. Some of the articles, but yeah, you uh, aren't like getting into like the, the the ins and outs of
1: the Kardashian court cases. No, But you know, They're I did put in my now. notes stuff about the Kardashian um, the Black China case. So maybe we could talk yeah, about that so a little bit later because I am so fascinated with yeah. what's going on with that.
0: It's same, and like I'm kind of confused because from my understanding, it's that Black China had. I guess secured a second season of her show with Rob and then Rob in China. Rob in China. Yes.
1: But then the Kardashians put a kibosh on it, maybe like when they broke up or something. So that's her theory is that they totally interfered with her business contracts and they went to E and they basically blackballed her from the industry. That's what she claims that they defamed her. And you know, they are they have E on their side being like, no, like you guys broke up, her and Rob broke up, and that wasn't gonna make good TV for us. We didn't want to follow a broken up couple, which actually is kind of ironic considering. the kardashians quite often follow like their past you know totally bows if you will um but that is the brunt of the lawsuit is her saying that she's lost hundreds of millions of dollars in deals and revenue from the show that ultimately didn't happen yeah i like low-key
0: kind of get that i'm like i was thinking black china was i guess became i don't want to say she became a household need name when she started dating Rob because that's not giving her props about her, like, career beforehand. But that's obviously kind of, like, her peak or her most, like, mainstream, I would say, game. And then, yeah, I'm, A, I'm surprised that the Kardashians wouldn't want a season two because they have a way of making themselves look like the good people in, like, every situation. So it's, like, I feel like they would, they could have done it that way. But then, the second thing B is that I haven't seen Black China do much recently and again maybe it's just she's doing stuff in like the the places of the internet that I'm not at but yeah
1: no I, I kind of Yeah that. and I think that's why she feels that she was just completely blackballed from the industry I think she thinks they were doing stuff behind the sc- scenes that she wasn't aware of and it's also just crazy cuz I don't know if you saw that jury selection happened And how they were actually there. Um, Kylie, Chris, Chloe, Kim were all there. Which I just am so shocked that they didn't settle this before it went to trial. And I read that they did try to settle it with her. And she clearly didn't accept whatever they were offering. That's usually confidential, the exact money amount. But I wish you know, we could know what exactly they offered her because if she's trying to get a hundred million, I'm guessing they might have offered her like a million and she was just like, no, we're going to go to trial. But I'm I'm shocked. I mean, celebrities, I feel like they always want to settle things before it goes to trial. I was actually watching um, the Johnny Depp testimony today in the Amber Heard trial and it was blowing my mind. I was like, it's so surreal seeing a celebrity up there, like bearing all, I mean, he was talking about his drug use, like when he fell in love with Amber and it's... it it's so weird. Cause you're like, this isn't being filtered through the press. Like clearly he has an agenda in this case, but you're hearing him give testimony that like literally he was talking about how he started taking like his mom's pills when he was 11. I like, I'm still, I'm still shook by it. I was just watching it a couple hours ago and I'm like,
0: yeah, that is, that is wild. Cause I guess, yeah, it's like, celebrities not lie, but they share what they want to share in interviews and in magazines and everything. And so, but when you're in court, I guess you can't lie. So wild, wild. That is wild. Yeah. I'm surprised that the Kardashians didn't settle out of court too, because you're right. Like, I feel like they've been involved in so many court cases, but we've never seen it get to this point. But I bet that Kim is just like loving it because of her law school like, journey right now. Like I feel like she's like, I totally know what's going on. And, and sure, that's great.
1: Yeah. Did you see, I just talked about this on my podcast last week, how she scored like the highest essay when she took her baby bar. Baby bar. That's incredible. Like, I would be showing it off, too. So, yeah, I hope she's in there just taking notes, preparing for her future as a lawyer gal.
0: (laughs) Yeah, totally. I feel like a lot of people, since she didn't pass the bar, and, like, I'm Canadian, so I, the law school and, like, legal system is really different than the States. maybe not really different, but it's definitely, there's no baby bar or anything like that. But I feel like so many people were so ruthless when she failed the baby bar. And I I think like you can say so much about Kim Kardashian, but like her going to law school, I feel like is great. Like that's cool. Many people don't have just one career in their lifetime. And even though it's an alternative to like attending courses it's still a
1: valid and like authorized way of getting your law degrees oh i'm completely on your side with that i feel the same way i like love that she's doing it and yeah anyone who's giving her shit over that i'm like there's a lot of things you can give the kardashians shit over someone getting a law degree is like come on guys you know let's let's give her props where it's due Totally, totally, yeah. Do you think that she has
0: or is getting her law degree to practice law or do you think it will be her
1: like foray into politics? Oh, see, that's interesting because you would think that'd be like a really obvious thought for me to have, but... I don't know. That's such a good question, because I think she's really going to focus on her kind of justice initiatives and getting people out of jail who she thinks are wrongfully there. But on the flip side, being in politics is a great way to effectuate that. But I just don't know if I see. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. I could see that going either way. Honestly, who knows? Maybe it'll be Kim Kardashian as president in you know, 12 years from now. Yeah,
0: yeah. I really feel like that that's her more the route that she's Going to take, but I I don't want to say for sure because, like, with her dad being a lawyer, I feel like she could also want to do that. Yeah.
1: So. Do you think she's, like, thinking president or something, like, governor? or?
0: Honestly, knowing her,
1: like, I feel like she
0: would aim for, like, president. Especially with, like, her work with Donald Trump. Like, she, yeah, worked with him on, like, some clemen- clemencies or... Yeah, and then... There was, like, a bill she passed or something like that with him. So, I don't know. I could see it, which is which is nuts, like, nuts that that's even, like, a possibility. But and it's also ironic because Kanye was running for president as well. So, it's just, it's kind of funny. But, and then Caitlyn Jenner also was running for governor. So, like, it's just, I'm sure, I'm sure she has high hopes. But knowing her and, like, her, like, Get off your ass and work stuff and like all of that stuff. Like, I just feel like she's probably aiming for the highest form. Yeah. Of yeah.
1: No, you're, you're very, I think you're right. I agree. Well, only time will tell. <laughs> and she still has to Speaking- pass the okay. real bar. <laughs> yeah. That's true.
0: So she, yes, still has, she's been doing it for two years, but she still has like another two years or something like that. But, Again, if she's two years in, I was like, that's also no small feat. Like that's a long, that's a long time and probably no turning back now. So speaking of the Kardashians, this is like a little less, maybe a little less serious (laughs) or I don't know, who knows. But uh, it was revealed uh, earlier this week or last week that Chloe had photoshopped true into a picture at Disneyland that Kim posted with Chicago earlier this fall and there was tons of speculation around the time but and I guess we were always sure that it was photoshopped but I feel like we were almost like gaslit into like what's the purpose and like why and just all of this stuff. Not that we have any more answers than we than we do now. But Chloe posted a video of True on the teacup ride and said it's True's first time at Disneyland for her fourth birthday. And then someone on Twitter was like, hold up, wait a second. You posted these pictures or Kim posted these pictures earlier. And she admitted or she was just like, okay, guys, let's let's talk about the show that's airing later this week. Do you, do you feel like you are more certain about what went down with this Photoshop picture or are you as
1: confused as ever? I am still so confused and I'm actually shocked that she owned up to it. Like the why of it keeps me up at night. Um, and when it came out originally, I remember seeing that picture for the first time thinking it was so obviously Photoshopped that it almost had to be purposeful. And I do think the theory that it was an Astroworld distraction holds some water.
0: I agree. Like, I think that they purposely do things to create headlines or spark a little bit of outrage that it like even the aforementioned quote, get your ass up and work. Like, I feel like, again, it's like. Well, we talked about it for now like going on like a month, but it didn't cancel them. So I I just kind of chalk it up to another one of those things of like either so I guess my running theories are they did it on purpose for as a distraction or they just didn't want to show Stormy at Astro World because then we would assume that Kylie was there and they were maybe supposed to be in like a morning kind of period. So I think that those are kind of my two. And I I think maybe it's both, but I don't know. It just seems some of these stories that come out of the Kardashians nowadays, like, I don't know if you heard about the the conspiracy that Kylie wasn't at the TV. I have about the paparazzi photos. Yes. And like more and more of these stories coming out are just so bizarre to me that I... I don't know. I just don't even know what to think. Yeah. And I
1: think it's like the more bizarre it is, they more the more they know people are going to talk about it. And the fact that this complete blitz of press for them happened right around the premiere of their Hulu show. I don't think that was, you know, not thought out. Oh, my God.
0: okay, so this is this is why I love having these discussions. So you think it's like the fourth dimension or whatever, the fourth level is that they went to Disneyland and then made the video of True's first, like, it's True's first time
1: at Disneyland to plant on the week of their premiere. Yeah, like, I fully do. I think, I think Chloe oh did my not, God. Chloe knew this whole photoshopping scandal. I don't think there's any way she, like, conveniently forgot about it.
0: And that's why she replied, because why the fuck also
1: would she reply to someone on Twitter? It's like, do they even use Twitter anymore? Right. And then she knows there's going to be a whole article written up about it saying, you know, let's go back to this original photoshopping situation. And it brings it all full circle. And honestly, maybe to a certain extent, distracts from the fact that it was an world distraction in the first place, because now it can just be like, oh, it was just pressed for their show. Oh, speaking of, do you guys get like, does Canada have it at the same time? Is it on Hulu in Canada? Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, we don't have Hulu, but it's on Disney+. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yes. Yeah, because Hulu,
0: I guess, is owned yeah. by Disney. And there was a lot of also promo on ABC during, like, The Bachelor because they're all under the same umbrella company. And it just makes so much sense. All Okay, also, it's owned by Disney, and they were at Disney. Right. Fund, See, I didn't Disney. even make that connection,
1: but Yes. <laughs>
0: And like Courtney was there this week celebrating her like 41st birthday or whatever, or 43rd or something like that. And they've been to literally Disneyland like a thousand. They're definitely Disney adults and like they're from Southern California. So it makes sense that they have this love for Disney, but... They've been at Disneyland like literally like
1: every week this year. Yeah, day. like I don't think that's a coincidence, even as much as they love it. Because I'm I'm a Florida girl, so I actually live close to you know Disney World. I well not cl- super close now, but I grew up pretty close to it. I used to have annual passes. Like I don't like to label myself as a Disney adult, but I'm pretty much like I'm I'm bordering, you know, because I do like to go and get shit faced at Epcot. So i don't know even from that sounds like yeah. a you have <laughs> to come so have you been i know literally no oh my never. gosh you have to go um i mean honestly it's probably better to spend the money to like go to europe or something but yeah yes, yes. <laughs> but, <laughs> totally. Yeah. um but no but i wanted to bring that up so we have to get into the next part of this story like
0: yes okay so the second part is They rode the teacup ride specifically. I didn't see other videos, but all by themselves. So when you have like a VIP tour, when you're like a celebrity or a special guest, you cut the lines, which I that is just that is weirdly like a dream of mine because Disneyland, I feel like has the potential to be so cool, but it's just so miserable in practice because of like, lines, etc., But they skipped the line, which is kind of normal. The ride being by themselves where, where like hundreds of people were just looking at them ride by themselves was kind of controversial. So uh, there was like a few TikTokers from park goers and like who were in the queue. Um, and they compared it to Cardi B, who was recently at the park, but rode with other people because there was that like viral image of her bodyguard in another teacup but still on the ride with them at the same time so
1: what did you think of that okay before we go back to the Kardashians I have to say like what good could her bodyguard Cardi B's bodyguard do like in a different teacup
0: I don't know slash like what did they think was gonna happen (laughs) I guess like the most concerning part wouldn't be like maybe during the ride but like Ex- entering and exiting.
1: Yeah, but like if someone wants to... I And I guess that is true because if someone wants to shoot you or something, well, you probably didn't get a gun into Disney World to begin with. So... Okay, that's that's like a valid thing, but I'm just I'm shocked that the bodyguard would even ride the ride. I thought he would just be like chilling on on the side, like
0: stand yeah. on the side, yeah, yeah, so especially for a ride like the teacups or like because in Pirates of the Caribbean or something like that, maybe you sit in the like, the seat behind them or something. But in this one, it's just so funny, and you could totally just stand on the side. So, yeah, it was
1: it was weird, but it made for a really fun like. I don't know viral and comparison to the kardashians i think it's convenient that now we can like side by side the two um but okay so last time i was at disney world i actually saw tracy morgan and i was going on soren which is right at epcot and i thought he had waited in line but he was definitely in like the line next to me. So I don't know if he waited through the whole thing or if they put him at the front at the end, but they didn't take him through some like side door. And I I realized Tracy Morgan is not, you know, Kim Kardashian. Like I, it's a different level, but he's still a pretty famous dude. And he rode the ride and like got off like a normal person. You know, it was very unaccompanied, if you will. Like, there was no really, like, hubbub about about it. My brother went and got a picture with him. I didn't see any bodyguards around. He was there with, like, his whole family. They were all seated. They were all in the front row, like, all the way across. But there's only, like, three rows in Soren, so it's not that dramatic. So I just, I do think, again, now that we've brought up the Disney connection and with them owning Hulu, I mean, I know this story came out because of a TikToker. But they know that there's always going to be eyes and cameras on them. So it's kind of like, okay, like maybe they just know this. All of these are going to create viral moments. But on the flip side, I'm also like, okay, because the Kardashians go to Disney so much since they have a direct deal with Disney, does Disney just really give them the VIP service?
0: Well, that was kind of the question that I had, too, because it's like, well, why don't they just close down the park for... For them, because and it's like they could afford it if the cost is like a concern. But um, I've only been to Disneyland in California. And when I went in 2019, California Adventure is like the second like this other side of Disneyland. And they closed that down at, like, it was supposed to be, I think, open till midnight, and they closed it down at 9 because there was a radio station having, like, their Christmas party there. So I was like, okay, so if this radio station can close it for three hours in the evening, like, why couldn't the
1: Kardashians just go on, close it for themselves for, like, two hours in the morning or something like that? Right, and that, that gets my brain thinking on another tangent. Like, when the Kardashians go to Disney... Do they have someone they call up and they give them warning that they're coming and they're like, bring out, you know, everything for us? Or do they just show up? Like, do they just show up at the gate and then everyone's walkie talking each other like the Kardashians are here? Like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Like, I wonder how that (laughs) goes down. That's like the kind of questions I always want to know about celebrities. I'm like, that's what I want to see on your TV show. Like, I want to know when you do these exclusive things, how you do it.
0: Yes. Same. Because I think that the other part that when we're like okay they don't care that everyone's watching them is just like i think they like when people are like jealous of them (laughs) like i just think they like people being like envious of what they have which like i like i would probably be the same too if i've like worked hard and like amassed that much wealth like I guess ethically who knows but it's like I you would you probably at some point you probably want to show it off like I I get that but so I just think that they like people like looking on and like that's why the that new show the new show started with like the drone shot through like because it's wild to me because I was and I I talk about this on it'll be released, but I did do a deep dive just into the first episode and it'll be released. But by the time this episode comes out, but in keeping up with the Kardashians, they used fake exteriors of the houses because of like security reasons. And now I feel like they're like, fuck it. Let's just show our full and we were like in Kim's real bedroom on the the new episode and stuff so i just i feel like they're they have come to a point maybe they're just i don't know they feel like they're so untouchable that they they've become i don't know more open about kind of showing these things or or less less scared of the repercussions maybe and i think
1: that was also just like a tactical decision on their part to be like look we're so letting you into our lives this is such a different show than it was before we're so you know while we're aspirational we're relatable in, in a way and um (laughs) <laughs> which is just like kind of a joke because I mean, I maybe you touch on this in your show. I'm, I will definitely listen, but I thought it wasn't that different than keeping up with the Kardashians.
0: No, 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 not at all. It wasn't. And I do also know in terms of the Disney passes because of that Shonda Rhimes scandal, a few, I want to say years ago, but it might just be mere months, but Because she's a Disney employee, too, through ABC. And so I guess now the Kardashians are technically Disney employees. They do get these, like, they're called, like, silver passes or something like that, where they, they get a a few times a year yeah they get a private vip like tour guide and and they just have to like arrange it beforehand and basically shonda i can't remember the exact details of the story but i think she had called in advance to schedule it and she said but i'm not going to be there i think my nanny is going to take my children um and they were like no you can't do that like it has to be you and she was like really like for like I'm not some just random, yeah. employee. like I'm Shonda Rhimes, so, so I I bet that the Kardashians are like scheduling this in advance, but yeah, it I do want to know these kind of like intricate.
1: who released that story
0: sure. about Shonda?
1: I think it was her. Oh really?
0: <laughs> yeah, I think she was like, get this, like these fucking like phonies, like are, like give me like lip service. In the press or whatever, but, like, when it comes down to it, like, won't support, like, a
1: small favor. Oh, my God. Good for her. And she's, like, I'm taking my talents to Netflix. Like, Bridgerton is now on Netflix. (laughs) Bye, bitch.
0: (laughs) But keep it. That's actually what happened. (laughs) She straight up did that. And, like, I'm sure that there was other things. But every like I think that a lot of people joked that that was the catalyst for her going to
1: Netflix. Oh, I love that. I love Shonda. So good for her. Me too. (laughs) Me too. Me too.
0: Anything else we want to say about the Kardashians and Disney and their Disneyland experience
1: before we move on to Rihanna? I think I'm good with with the Kardashians.
0: Okay. Me too. Me too. <laughs> I I swear to God. I'm like with, with the Kim and Pete and Kanye stuff, I was like, okay, this is it. Like I'm so done talking with them about them. And then the new show has really
1: reignited something in me that it's like, I need to talk about this. It's so funny. You said that because I was watching it with, I live with my little sister and I was watching it with her and I turned to her and I was like, I forgot how entertaining the Kardashians are. I'm like, why have I cracked up like six times this episode? Like, they make good TV, period.
0: Yes, 100%. Everyone's always like, why are they famous? I'm like, they're fucking funny and they say shit that other reality TV stars do too. But like their family dynamics, and even when Chloe, when they were out for lunch and Chloe was like, Kim, I've got a bone to pick with you about your skim's bodysuit. The camel like, toe. <laughs> the camel toe. She would like, that's what I would say to my sister. Same. Like verbatim. So it's like, I, yeah, it's just, it is good content like for sure like I I enjoy it and I saw a tweet so i wouldn't ever dare to take credit for this but someone said like the tv show is for us to remember that they're funny they're a funny normal family which balances out them you know doing awful things slash pushing tons of product in every other aspect of their Uh, like, social media presence and stuff like that. And I'm like, yep, that's exactly
1: what this is. And I... I'm a sucker for it, clearly. Same. I love my skim shit. And, like, just then I was like, I'm done talking about the Kardashians. And then, I'm like, you get me started again and I'm ready to go. I know, I'm, like, up a key, but it was
0: me. Like, <laughs> let's talk about this for
1: <laughs> one more minute.
0: Literally, literally. I I was thinking, I was like, maybe I should do, like, a Kardashian ban on RTBP just for, like, a month or something. And then I was like, then what the fuck would I talk about? <laughs> like... <laughs> Like that would
1: suck, yeah, no, I get that.
0: <laughs> uh, so Rihanna and ASAP Rocky rough weekend um this so you pitches to me like what was it Friday or Saturday and by the time like the next day, I was like trying to like write it into the outline. it had already fizzled out, but we thought there was like some key things we could still talk about. Seemingly random Twitter user um, posted that ASAP Rocky had cheated on Rihanna with the famous shoe designer Amina Muadi who has worked on some of rihanna's stuff were you shocked when this f- rumor first like did you believe
1: this rumor when it first came out oh hook line and sinker yeah yeah so i have to give credit to okay so his his thing was louis underscore via underscore roma and i guess he's like kind of known as being like a little bit internet messy and he's kind of like a journal. i think he's like a freelance journalist and does like a fashion beat so Coming from that, I was like, oh, this guy's in the know. He would know, you know, and even his apology where he did you read his apology that he tweeted? No. Okay, so I won't read the whole thing, but there's a few things about it that I thought were interesting. So so he you know, he says the whole thing about them like ASAP cheating with Amina I believe he said it happened at Paris Fashion Week Amina comes out with a statement you know it's a pretty powerful statement I'd say saying that this isn't true and then Louis comes out with this tweet but I thought it was funny because he does it on a it's black with white font which is how Amina did her she did it yeah Yeah. and so he says he made a dumb decision to tweet some information and he says I'm not going to talk about sources blame others for a discussion that was started etc because Because at the end of the day, I made the decision to draft that tweet, press send, and put that out with my name on it. So, again, I almost feel like he still believes, like, whoever the source is that came to him with it, that there's some truth to it. But he says, I've been way too wrapped up in Twitter drama and unfortunately leaned into being messy as a brand, which is something going forward I'm going to move away from. He kind of talks about, he apologizes. He talks about taking a step away from Twitter. But again, I think I thought there was truth in this because celebrities cheat like full stop. They cheat all the time.
0: Yeah. Well, we're, we're fans of fluently forward. And that is just like literally all cheating rumors of everybody ever. (laughs) Yeah. Cheating
1: and coke. Like they're always. Yes.
0: Yes. Yes. Okay. Do you think that all of them are like cheating or do you think it's more like open relationships?
1: No, I do. I do. That aren't. Okay, are like unknown to us in some situations yes but I definitely think that Rihanna and ASAP are not in an open relationship especially like with her being pregnant they know that if that was gonna be even if it was gonna be an open relationship at one time now would not be that time but again I just find it where there's smoke there's fire and I think that ASAP if it's not with Amina it's probably with someone else. And I'm not saying that anything against like ASAP as a person. I'm just saying that as a male person who's successful in the entertainment business, and maybe because I have trust issues and like hate men, but like, I just don't trust them as far as I can throw them. So I just, you know, I hope that's not true, but I, I don't know if I see a long time on the Rihanna and ASAP relationship, like as far as its expiration date.
0: Yeah, I know what you're saying about, like, kind of just, yeah, successful men in Hollywood, even with, like, powerful women as partners. Like, I the first couple that came to mind was Jay-Z and Beyonce, or even, like, Brad and Jen with Angelina. Yeah, so it's, like, history says it probably happened, like, statistically, but, like, I really hope that it didn't, obviously. But you're right about, like, the person who tweeted this out. Like, do you follow the Celebrity Memoir Book Club girls? Okay, they're Claire and Ashley, and they host a podcast where they read a celebrity memoir and then discuss it on a podcast. Really good. Highly recommend if if the listeners don't already listen. But so they are, like, kind of adjacent to, like, They're both stand-up comedians, so they definitely obviously run in, like, the comedy scene in New York and stuff like that. But they're obviously... And they have a really successful podcast, so they're, like, kind of celebrity-adjacent. And they kind of talk about how, like, I would talk about rumors within my friend circle and stuff like that. Their kind of friend circle, like, includes celebrities, basically. And so when they get stories... Or rumors shared with them, like oftentimes it actually, yeah, like is like about a celebrity and, like and or is true. I don't know if I explained that really well, but basically just like if you are a public figure, you hear gossip that is about other celebrities. So like I also kind of see that connection of it.
1: Being true as well. I think that's such a good point on two levels. Like a, that it's just human to gossip. It does, celebrities are human at the end of the day. They're gonna gossip just like the rest of us, or even people in the industry. You know, their hair people, their makeup people. Those are you know a lot of times where you're getting anonymous sources from, is people who are close to celebrities in some way. But on the other level, I just think it goes to show that you know sometimes rumors aren't true. Like just as rumors aren't true amongst the plebs and they can be not true amongst celebrities things can get twisted as they go down so that's why i know i'm saying like yeah where there's smoke there's fire but maybe there, are maybe asap has never even looked in the direction of another woman you know i don't i don't know i could never know that it's just because it's not gonna, sadly, it wouldn't be me. The only way I could know it is if it was me. And unfortunately, I don't think ASAP is like lining up at my door. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I to- <laughs> totally get that. Yeah, 100%. And it, go ahead. Oh, go sorry. Ahead. I, was just, I think the other thing I wanted to talk about, like have us talk about this, was that I think it's really sad when people say stuff like, oh my gosh, like how could Rihanna get cheated on? She's the most beautiful, the most talented. So true, but I think it's really sad when girls internalize that sort of line of thinking that, oh, you can only get cheated on like if you aren't perfectly, you know, you have this perfect body, perfect look. It's like, no, no one deserves to be cheated on and anyone can be cheated on. So I hate when people say that narrative. It's like, no, like it does not matter who you are. And it's such a reflection of the person who's cheating more so than the person who's being cheated on.
0: Totally, yeah, 100%. And that was really the narrative. That was like the main narrative. I don't even think it was like, well, there was definitely lots of like commentary of like, how dare you ASAP and like all of that stuff. But yeah, the most that I was seeing was like, if this could happen to Rihanna, like it's definitely happening to me or whatever. And like, I was like, okay, this is
1: like a little dark sided. Yeah. It made me really sad. I'm like, guys, you do not have to be as perfect as Rihanna to expect to not be cheated on. Like, no. Totally.
0: <laughs> totally. Like you deserve respect and, and kindness and all of those things, even if you're not a platinum selling. <laughs> exactly. <musical artist>. Exactly.
1: <laughs> Yeah. Oh uh, my God. That's such a good point. But it does uh, humanize them a little bit. I think like it does remind you. Yeah. Yeah. That like,
0: you're right. That everyone can have these problems. I think that that was the other, like one of the takeaways I to bring it back to the Kardashians. One of the takeaways that I got from the TV show and just like what's been happening with Kanye and Kim is just like, so like the thing with Tristan and Chloe and then Kanye and Kim, I was like, yeah, I, no, like it can literally bad relationships and stuff can happen to like literally anyone. It doesn't matter your like wealth or fame or accomplishments or anything like that. You can still have like a shitty a shitty partner or whatever. Yeah, like money can't buy everything. It can't fix everything. Totally, that's for sure. They were seen, I think, like the next day, um, in Barbados, um, which is where Rihanna's from. Assuming that she's going to have the kid there, possibly. So that's cool. The one thing I found really interesting is that celebrities obviously travel all of the time. Every, like, every day. And we rarely get airport shots unless they want us to. And it just seemed convenient for these to come out. It's like, Rihanna has obviously visited the Barba- like Barbados airport a billion times in the past, you know, 15 years of her career. Like, why are we randomly getting
1: pictures of their reunion right now? Oh, yeah. I think it was set up like you're you're thinking like it was or not set up. Like, I'm sure they were definitely going to Barbados together and it was planned, but they wanted the story to be out there like, hey, we're still, you know, going together. places together mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and I was like, also, it's who picks up like, and maybe again, stars, they're just like us, but I was like, who's picking their significant other up at the airport. If you're Rihanna? <laughs> like, like, are, is she driving herself there? <laughs> Wait, is that how it went down? She picked up ASAP. I think so. I, sh- I think she was already there. And then he joined her. Oh, interesting. I think, I think that that's how it went down. Maybe it was, they both just flew into Barbados. That also could be the case. But for some reason in my head, I saw it as she
1: was already there. Yeah. If that's the case, like, I'm never getting my ass out of my car to meet anyone inside the airport. Like, I That's what I'm no.
0: saying. <laughs> like, 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 yeah, like, I just, that seems so random. So I was like, oh, this kind of seems set up. She was also in, like, a full outfit, like, full, full, full outfit, but...
1: This is kind of old school press, honestly. Yeah. And then you brought up that you think she's having the baby there. Is she that far along? Is she already almost due? Again, this is a
0: huge assumption that I definitely shouldn't be making, but I think so. I don't know. She looks pretty, pretty preg. She she does. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like in the best way possible. She looks beautiful. And she was wearing high heels in the picture. And I was like, holy shit, you're still... Like you have enough balance with that belly
1: to wear heels. Like I can't even do that. I wonder if they were Amina Muadi heels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which <laughs> Oh my god. But it is funny though, because I looked like before this podcast, I looked at Amina's Instagram and her most recent photo is one of Rihanna wearing her shoes. Um it's like this the pink outfit. You've probably seen it. She's wearing like a pink bra with like a like a mink looking thing. Those are amina shoes. So I, maybe maybe all three of them are in this together. That's I never know what to believe anymore. Honestly, like I'll have my theories and my takes, but I'm like, maybe this was really just like a chance for Amina to blow up her shoe brand, you know? Like
0: <laughs> totally, yeah. I know I love theorizing it, but then there's a part of me that I'm always like, I just want the answer. Like, please just tell me the answer. Same. Like,
1: but then you could tell me, and I'd still be like, wait, is is there an angle?
0: Yes, yeah. I feel like when I'm having these discussions nowadays, like I feel like I'm you know, making all the connections and then I'll talk to someone and they're like, oh, well, did you think of this? And I'm like, no, I didn't. <laughs> like, like, I'm playing checkers. You're playing chess. Like, this is so layered and stuff. So it's fun to talk about. Yeah,
1: for sure. And like going back to her thing, like her statement, we didn't really go into what she said, Amina, but she was like, I initially assumed that this fake gossip fabricated with such malicious intent would not be taken seriously. However, in the last 24 hours, I've been reminded that we live in a society that's so quick to speak on topics, regardless of factual basis, and that nothing's off limits. And it really got me thinking, I'm like, could me and you just like start a random thing that goes that viral? Like it's fascinating to me, the stuff that kind of gets picked up and that gets legs on it and just goes to show you that like, yeah, you could make a TikTok just saying some bullshit and people could and, run like, with it. ruin someone's life, Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And I feel like
0: that is the case. Like that's why I feel bad for people like Haley Bieber. And like, I know I shouldn't be feeling bad for Haley Bieber, but like sometimes... Sometimes it's like that must be so wearing to just see a thousand videos about Justin like cheating on you and like all the Selena stuff like and there's almost there's only so much you can like shut out. And I feel like that's the case for some. And like, again, like you said, where there's smoke, there's probably fire. But like how many cheating rumors? Again, you're only human, even though you're a celebrity. So it's like how many cheating rumors can you hear before you just like
1: believe it even if there's like maybe nothing happened oh i can't even imagine how that would mess with my mental health it's like my mental health's already precarious like and i'm such a small creator and i get crazy shit being said so i'm like i cannot like i really can't fathom i think that i would have to stop using the internet if i was Hailey bieber i think i would literally have to be like block every site except for what I absolutely needed. And even then, it's, it's still gonna, you're still gonna see it and hear it. But like, I don't think I could go on TikTok or Instagram or Facebook. Like, I just don't think I could if I was her.
0: Totally. And like, what's the difference between this random Twitter user and someone like Tristan's, um, I forget her name, but like the girl that Tristan or the woman that Tristan got pregnant in that had a the baby in December? Like, when Kim, apparently Kim breaks it to Chloe on the TV show, but it's like when Kim sees that versus like Rihanna seeing this
1: tweet, like, again, how do you discern what is true and what's not? That's such a good point. And I even remember when that news with Tristan broke, people were making fake Instagram accounts of that woman who had the child. So it's it's literally like, I mean, maybe the Kardashians have just got to the point where they're so good at kind of filtering out what is what is real and what is not, but it would just be a constant fuck that I just don't know how you get used to totally totally that's why Kim's
0: like I am built for being famous and stuff and why I am not oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> it takes mental yeah. fortitude that I don't know how you get
1: without just like being born with it
0: literally like someone said a, like something about my podcast like even just like you're rambly
1: or like oh you sound whiny or something and I was like I can't do this anymore <laughs> like, oh same I I think about quitting my podcast like at least once a day I'm like Kenzie, I'm not cut out and I'm like well I have like no fault like I have no list like I love the ones I have but I'm just- <laughs> (laughs) Still like on the verge. (laughs)
0: yeah totally totally yeah me too that's so funny yeah
1: i i feel that and do you follow the bachelor i don't you know i used to be like such an avid follower like back when like i watched the first season of the bachelor and the bachelorette like i remember tristan and ryan and it just got to the point where i was like these girls are so much younger than me and i feel like an old hag and i should not like it makes you feel bad about like not pursuing marriage at you know the Age of twenty three. That's kind of what how I started to get with it, but I still see the entertainment with it, and I still kind of like hear you know the gossip through the grapevines because I do find it fascinating, like the the contestant to influencer pipeline. Yes, me too. But I'm so not like a huge huge follower. So wait, what were you gonna say? Is it something that I would maybe know?
0: <laughs> just that the most recent Bachelor, Clayton Eckerd, I don't even know how to pronounce his name because I am also just all about the influencer part of it. Like I don't actually I think last season I watched three episodes and I just could not could not do it. A TikToker I think a week or two ago basically did this. Made a TikTok being like I hooked up with the most recent bat. Like I slept with a rando at the bar. He said he was Clayton Eckerd. I'm, I think I'm saying his last name wrong. Who is recently engaged and then it was this whole weekend of of debunking this rumor and it turns out it wasn't Clayton it seems like the TikToker went home with someone who was just saying that they were on The Bachelor as like a pickup line or whatever but like so when you were like we could just start a rumor but it's like yeah that happens like way and the thing is is i think with some of them get legs like this random tweet but this TikToker like it's pretty random like uh, of what kind of like happened like i feel like people do just kind of stir the pot and see what
1: happens from it so and the beauty in that is it's like the perfect fake rumor because it's so believable Yes, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> again, here, clearly I'm just like man-hating a little bit right now, but it's just hearing a, a Bachelor Nation contestant cheating, how we've heard that so many times before. It's just like, okay. <laughs> or they're like just together for public
0: image and they're not actually together. And yeah, it's weird. But then again, just like the Rihanna story, the news cycle within
1: 24 hours or 48 hours was already past it so it was just fascinating it moves so fast I also know I've been listening and you're more of like a survivor girl which I'm also a survivor girl oh my god no way! I'm not see I haven't watched like I don't think I've watched this season like is there a season on right now
0: yes see I haven't I haven't
1: watched it is it good? Is this season good? It's really, really good. Okay, I'm going to have to get into it. My sister asked me the other day, she's like, why haven't we been watching Survivor? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know why. I just forgot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I get that. Sometimes I'm like, oh, there's like a season of literally my favorite TV show on um, that I haven't started. Did you watch uh, season 41? I
1: don't know any. I, was that the last one? It was this fall. Yeah. No, I fall. think I missed that one too. I, I haven't seen it. I can't even remember who the last winner I saw was. So they
0: did season 40, which was the all-winner season. And then they took a year and a half or like two-year break. Okay, the all-winner one is the last one I saw. Okay, so you have 41 and 42. Those would actually be really good to binge
1: back-to-back. Okay, fun. I mean, not that yeah, I have so much TV. I watch that. I'm like, well, I don't know when I'll fit that in, but.
0: Literally same. Especially because that's like 14, I think usually like 14 hours. Um, yeah, I know. With Selling Sunset um, dropping, I think this weekend or whatever. I'm like, I'm
1: full. My <laughs> schedule is full. I was just watching the a rim. documentary on um, Abercrombie and Fitch, which is really good on Netflix. Oh my gosh. I'm going to watch that too. Yeah. I was watching that yes. right before this.
0: <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm like fascinated by that. I'm going to, I'm definitely going to watch that. Sorry. I'm had to get on my TV watching
1: news. and. Releasing. Yes. You no, know, I love it. I'm
0: not usually like, I used to be into documentaries a lot, but I don't know, but the Abercrombie like history and, and like they're present day stuff I actually do want to get into. When you sent me this, I was like, this is perfect ready to be petty content because it's we love to shit on celebrity baby names. Darren Chris and his wife Mia had their first child. Her name is Bluesy Bell. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> It's so bad.
1: And I like a weird celebrity name. Like I Cardi just an Offset just had their baby and they named it Wave Set. And I think that's adorable. Like I I like a weird name. Bluesy Bell. There's nothing about that that I can get behind.
0: Literally, I was like trying to because I feel like when Beyonce had Blue Ivy, people were like, oh, that's kind of weird. Like, I, I don't love that. And that grew on me. I was like, I don't think Bluesy Bell could ever... This is going to sound so awful. It sounds like what a farmer would name his, like, cow. Oh, for sure. <laughs> like, his cattle. <laughs> oh, there's all old
1: bluesy bell, like, so gnawing on accurate. some grass. <laughs> well, that's why I think, another theory, I think he named his baby this, him and his wife, to get people talking about him again. Because I haven't even thought about Darren Chris. probably since he was in the um, Ryan Murphy Versace show yes 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 i mean yes and and not to go on a complete rant about darren chris but darren chris is also someone that every time i am re-reminded that he is married to a woman and identifies as heterosexual sexual i'm shocked because he always plays um gay roles gay characters yeah
0: yeah 100% i I was like gay icon and then I was like oh just wait like (laughs) yeah that's so funny I do feel like celebrities just feel like they can like get away with it and like again it's kind of like one of those things like the Kardashian teacup ride it's like well I can just do this and you can't like you can't name your kid something fucking insane yeah (laughs) exactly yeah and then his Instagram caption was just as bad as <laughs> the baby's name it was M D made some sweet music out now
1: it it makes me literally want to gag
0: it's so cringy so i guess mia is also like an artist or like a musician
1: but every everything about that just is horrendous it's gross because i'm like if we're saying making sweet music as a euphemism for sex or like making a baby quote unquote that is just repulsive and the fact that their um their birth announcement was we've been making music for years but this time we made a beat the ultimate collab dropping spring 2022 i mean it's just it's so corny it's honestly like It's very millennial. Honestly, this sounds like something someone I, like, went to high school with would do. That's what I was
0: going to say. This sounds like a gender reveal of, like, Kaylee and Brad from, (laughs) like, Illinois or whatever. Like, (laughs) I don't even know that
1: state. And, (laughs) like, I don't, like, sorry to... Yeah. I'm very impressed know. with your USA knowledge like I I don't know shit about Canada and I love Canada I've been there twice and I'm like we as Americans are so or like as United States citizens are so ignorant about Canadian geography culture
0: yes okay so there I think there's two things yeah I think the U.S. doesn't like it Education system doesn't teach you about Canada like at all, but like from my American friends saying that, but also I, my mom's American, so that is helpful, obviously. And then, um, my well, I think that something that people don't realize is I don't know the percentage, but it's like 90% of Canadians, or like two thirds of Canadians live within like like the 49th parallel, like around the border. Cause the rest, like the northern part of Canada is like pretty inhospitable, I would I would say. Right. So you're all <laughs> physically
1: pretty close to
0: the US. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Like basically everyone lives right across the border of of, of the states. So yeah. So I think we just know Based on proximity. Well, I'm still so. impressed
1: because even if you if you're an <laughs> yeah. American who lives up north and borders Canada, I swear like we we don't know shit. So
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's too funny. Yes, yeah, so I don't know. All of this was just really cringy, and for some reason, I thought Darren Chris was like cool, but. <laughs> He proved he you wrong. Not. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I've, I've seen him on in some like magazine shoots that are like, you know, kind of like artsy, really like fashion, like fashion forward and stuff like that. And I was just like, this is like the least cool thing that you could do. Agreed. We were
1: rooting for you, Darren. And you just dropped the ball.
0: <laughs> 100%. <laughs> okay. Let's nominate Your Pettyweight Champion of the Week. Who do you want to nominate this week? Okay,
1: so I want to nominate all the influencers that are talking shit about Revolve Fest because that has all my TikTok has been for the past, since Coachella. So, two days. (laughs) Yeah.
0: yeah. And it feels like a lifetime. Yes. Yes. Okay, I love this nomination so much because it's so annoying. It seems like... So, from what I've gathered, it seems like... The main thing was overcrowding and lack of buses. At like transportation out of Revolve Fest and like not quickly handling the situation,
1: but is there like more to it? No, that's my understanding is that the real shit show happened in the shuttles that were taking people to the festival. So people were waiting in line for three hours, and even then they were lucky to like get on a bus. And when when the shuttles came, it was like people were rushing them, like pushing people. Some people were getting trampled. I think that was like a, a minority of people that that was happening to. Like it wasn't most people who were going, but there was just some people who were getting pushed and shoved and just it was hot and they didn't have water in line and like there was no security to kind of funnel people correctly into the shuttles but then once they got to the festival it was okay and I think why people are giving this a lot of shit is because a lot of the influencers are like you know I was invited to this this is an invite only event or it's something like oh if you buy x amount of clothes from with revolve you can have the opportunity to go like it wasn't like oh you can just buy a ticket you know So I think people were expecting this very, like, exclusive VIP experience. And when they didn't get that, they were just like, what the fuck? Which I I can understand that. I think, you know, I saw this really sad one where it was, this. she was like a kind of um, lesser known influencer and her friend. no, 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 she wasn't an influencer. She was, she worked for Revolve. And she said that Revolve did a raffle where people where they pulled out, like, which workers could go to Revolve Fest, which that alone is pretty shitty. I'm like, you don't let all of your workers go who are local to the area. So her best friend had, like, flown out, and they literally couldn't get into the first day of the festival because of this whole shuttle thing. So I really felt for her because she wasn't even an influencer. But I feel for the influencers, too. I'm like, I... I I know it's first world problems and it's like a privilege problem to have. But I think when you kind of, you know, you've done everything and you're so excited and you're ready to go. And it's just such a letdown.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree. Especially because it is a big deal for influencers. And I know I'm like, how am I empathizing with like these people at some point? Because I do really feel like Coachella and Revolve Fest have just turned into a place for influencers to make content and it's not content that I want to see, but it does suck. Like I, one of actually speaking of survivor, uh, one of the survivor contestants, she was a runner up in millennials versus gen X, I believe. No, um, Island of the idols. So that was season two what 39 i think so um she went and she had the same experience like she couldn't get on a bus and like looking at the crowds and like going through security and like all of that which i guess you had to do before you get on get on the bus looked like an absolute disaster
1: yeah and it's always shocking to me every time i go to a concert like when it's a what people would traditionally kind of relegate as like a teeny bopper type concert i hate like just saying that like you know what teen girls like is not important but i've just noticed with those particular ones like a harry styles a justin bieber they don't know how to control those crowds like they have no idea and i'm like you're this huge venue and you have concerts every week and the fact that like you cannot get your shit together enough to like manage Teenage to, you know, whatever age girls is, I, I will never understand it. I'm like, should I just start a concert management company to like help <laughs> these people out? Because I've been to enough what and I've mean. seen how poorly it can go to know like that it can become Firefest 2.0. And just um, watching the Abercrombie documentary, I'm primed to think this, I guess, because I was just watching it. But I think Revolve is our modern day Abercrombie.
0: Yeah, that's such a good way of putting it. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Like a little bit higher than mid-range and it's definitely like sought
1: after by like cool girls and like stuff like that. Yeah. And you look at their top influencers and they're all very thin and very white and then they'll put in someone like a Remy Bader who's more on the plus size spectrum and be like, oh, well, look at us. We're like really doing amazing work and it's like, come on, like everyone sees right through that. Like you're literally following in Abercrombie's footsteps as far as being like, oh, we're only going to hire white skinny people to work our stores but then we'll like we'll throw something in to make it seem like we're so diverse and inclusive. And I mean, I'm not saying that I, I haven't, I've bought stuff from Revolve. I bought stuff from Abercrombie. I still do, but I just think they're going to have a reckoning and I could see in 20 years from now, we're going to have a Revolve documentary about <laughs> how <laughs> fucked up their practices are. Totally. Totally. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I
0: totally agree about the performative stuff. Cause I think even Remy's collab with them, it went up to like XL or something. And I was like, That actually just doesn't cut it. That's like a 12-14 or something, which is that's like the average size of of people in North America. So it's like you're, again, not catering to like the majority of your of consumers. And then, yeah, it does shock me. Like stuff like TanaCon. Do you remember TanaCon? Yes. Yes. Like stuff like that. I'm like, okay, I could like kind of see this happening but stuff like Revolve, I'm just like, how does how does that happen when you have such a big
1: corporation? How do you fumble the bag so hard? Yeah, you have the money, you have the resources, and it's not your first rodeo, frankly. I mean, yeah. they do these. They've been having them for years. Yeah, and they do activations all the time. And it's just like, come on. I, <laughs> I'm sure that they're going to have their shit together extra tight next year. They're going to have to,
0: or I feel like they actually would, you're right, like would be canceled or will just quickly like fall out of, out of style almost. So wild. And then I felt like also, because I was actually watching some of Remy's content from Coachella because she was basically saying how much she hated it. She's like, I'm wandering around in a field. I'm like extremely hot. I'm like so thirsty. I lost my friends like just really not having a good time like I've been walking like a thousand miles and I also feel like with Coachella and maybe other music festivals or maybe just Coachella because they've seemed to put the influencer experience over the like actual music which I don't think other music festivals do that but with platforms like TikToks and Instagram stories, I feel like it's not, like, I feel like the truth is coming out. There was probably a time in my life where I was like, man, I want to go to Coachella. Like that looks like so much fun. But like now seeing the behind the scenes, I'm like, I would literally rather do anything ever
1: than go to one of these festivals. Oh my gosh, I feel the same way. And I've said for years, I'm like, I would go if I had an artist pass or something. I'm like, and that was never going to happen for me. I have no way of getting that. But I just... I think honestly, it's probably, I don't know, just the older I got, I'm like, I don't want to go and have like be crowded and sweaty and like staying in suboptimal condition. Like I, I want to be comfortable. I want to be cool, like temperature wise, you know, like I didn't. So I I'm in the same boat. I'm like, OK, yeah, I, I appreciated Remy giving those. I, I saw those as well. And I'm like. Okay, that helps my FOMO for sure.
0: <laughs> Seriously, and i it's so interesting because I'm like, I guess it makes them money on Instagram and they can do like brand deals while they're there and like stuff like that with like collabs with um, clothes and stuff. But I was like, I'm like, everyone's pictures just look the exact same and no offense, everyone's outfits are horrendous. Like, I think it's like not cute. Like, I don't think there was one person's that I
1: super, super liked. Agree. Same. I was like, honestly, go back to like some 2012 fashion. Like I thought that was bad at the time. And now I look at it and I'm like, that's kind of cute and fun. Like you guys should maybe stop with the chaps and like go back yeah. to, you know, I don't, the flower yeah, crowns. bohemian.
0: Yes. The bohemian, like boho, like wild child. Yes. 100%. Yeah. It's really, ev- uh, it's evolved from, yeah. Like festival wear to like, just like, the most insane thing you could
1: ever wear on your body literally like straps ass out and i mean go for it but it's just yeah it's it's so random it's not what and i like a crazy costumey look but yeah i'm totally in the same boat of like not seeing anyone's look that i'm like oh i want that on my body
0: no none of it was cute I remember in the early days of RTPB so this was like four four years ago maybe I should listen to this uh, this episode so I can see what I said but um, my guest and I like were like what would we wear to Coachella and I was talking about like space buns and like all of this stuff and like I was like oh I like I guess I like actually wanted to go and like that's what was like cool to wear there and now i would be like the most basic bitch because i didn't i'm not in my like james charles like heat map like body
1: oh my gosh with his bbl
0: (laughs) yes oh my gosh it's so funny i just want to give a shout out i feel like there's two positives to coach on and let's quickly pivot Speaking of outfits, I actually thought it was so fucking cool that Hailey Baldwin Bieber and Kylie Jenner and Kendall Jenner. And like, I never give these girls credit for anything on this podcast, but they just wore like jeans, a crop top and like a leather jacket. And I was like, that's actually, I feel like way cooler than like trying.
1: <laughs> oh, but you know, that's what it's going to swing that way for Coachella weekend too. People are going to go way more chill. Yes. And then they're going to copy that same trend next year. Like I think next year we're going to see it way more dialed back because of that. Because they really are trendsetters at the end of the day. People always emulate what Haley and Kylie and Kendall do. So I think we'll be seeing a lot of jeans with a tiny tank top and a leather jacket next year. That's my yes, prediction. <laughs> yes.
0: Yes, that's a good prediction. That's a really good prediction. I'm mean, just like, you look so comfortable and cool compared to like all of these like hooligans in like tie dye and
1: stuff. Yeah. And like a floss up their ass. That's like literally, yeah, I'm like, yeah. why? And again, I'm like, show your body off of that. Like, that just doesn't look comfy.
0: Not for like where you are going to be standing in a crowd with strangers and then also like again walking and and, dust and dust and sitting on the ground yeah no thank you (laughs) oh my god um but the other i feel like like honestly the winners of coachella i feel like have
1: to be Harry Styles and Shania Twain. Oh my god, yes. Oh, I, I'm so glad you brought that up because I almost forgot about that. I was so into like the Revolve Fest stuff, but yes, yeah. Harry bringing Shania on was the moment of Coachella Week in One in my mind because I love both of them. And she did this little chest rub on him and it killed me.
0: <laughs> I literally,
1: wa- I've watched that like 40 times. <laughs> Like uh, on repeat, yeah. Your listeners need to look it up if they haven't seen it yet because it's yes. worth the watch. Yes, I'll put it in the show notes
0: because it's worth it for
1: okay, sure. Okay, but before we move on from that, can I just say? And I'm sorry, I just like keep rambling on. I could talk about pop no, culture I love for it. hours, but I love it. He Dumois again. We you know, you know, you always take Dumois with like a grain of salt, like every blind item type thing. She is pushing hard that. Harriet and olivia Wilde are engaged as of today like as of today she's pushing it hard like someone wrote in Harriet and olivia engaged she said yes um someone said are O really engaged or are you just trying to stir the pot she says i'm not stirring the pot i swear on my beloved pets who are now over the rainbow bridge which i'm like fuck that's fucking real like yes you're preying on your dead ass dead pets. okay like uh, that's i take that seriously she says i think there's a high probability that they are and then she says but guys i've been saying this for literal months they are very serious and no one ever wants to believe me i actually believe that they're serious i believe that they're like truly in love but then she even went on her twitter and she posted again saying guys i'm not joking i did not see a ring but someone gave me information that leads me to believe this is true that they're engaged so i don't know I'm just putting it out there. Wild what what do I think of that? Like I I definitely have
0: been on the it's PR train, but I feel like with Kim and Pete and with Ben and Jen and Olivia and Harry, I've been softening to that they are in a relationship and they also as a couple do PR because that's what's best for their career. Yeah. That's how I see it. Wild. So. Jeez, so, like, I, thinking about, like, the rumor stuff, like, with Rihanna, though, it's, like, how do we... Yeah, again, like, I guess Dumois' sources could be more legitimate, but it's, like... How is that any different from just like hearing it from a friend of a
1: friend or? something? Oh, it's one hundred percent not. It's just clearly someone that she's thinking. Oh, this person has given me reliable information before, so that this information yeah, has to be reliable. It is also, but true. that's not necessarily how it works. So, yeah, who knows? I don't know if I believe it. I, but I do think they are serious, and it wouldn't be. I don't think it would be shocking to the people around them if that was true. Yeah, so. I
0: don't think so either. We'll see. Yeah. But, I can't we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I would be sad. I definitely think it's to his benefit that like for his music career and stuff that
1: he is single. Oh but... I completely agree. And he's so young. I feel like who's getting married at however he what is he? Is he like twenty six? I feel like he's just young. he maybe he's older than that now. But like I should know that he's literally like my number one celebrity crush, but I just feel like <laughs> he is still young. Like I don't I don't know. Totally. Because she has,
0: I think, two kids, right? Yes. With Jason Vegas. Yes. Yeah. So he'd be like
1: kind of maybe stepping into like a stepfather role. Right. Which again, it's like live your rock star life. Okay. He's 28. I'm sorry. He's 28, but still, still young.
0: I feel like that's still young now, at least like and, by my standards. Yeah. And she's so. 36, I believe yeah yeah interesting interesting well only again only time will tell but she's not who i pictured him with i don't know who i pictured him with to be honest but i don't think it was her but <laughs> did, he's always liked older ladies exactly right? it, exactly yeah <laughs> who knows who knows okay let's chat about your this weekend petty what are you petty about this week
1: Bailey? Okay, so I'm petty because this past weekend, I went to this event. Um, They have it, like, every year. It's this Easter event, and this year, Nikki Hilton was there, and um, I went to – she was at Love Shack Fancy, and I went and took a picture with her, with my sister, and we had our two dogs, and she was just so bland, like – I'm not saying she was mean or anything. And I I don't think celebrities owe us anything, but I kind of feel like when you're doing an appearance to sell your shoes, that's what she was doing. It was like she was selling her shoes at an event at Love Shack Fancy. It's not like I just assaulted her on the street for a picture. Yeah, yeah. And she... Like, I was trying to engage with her and it was just like, yeah. And then I was like, is your mom here? Cause I thought I had seen Kathy Hilton. I'd even like screamed after her, like, Mrs. Hilton, Mrs. Hilton. She like totally ignored me. <laughs> and was I was so like, is funny. your mom here? Cause she was wearing this big hat, sunglasses, hair up, like, and tucked in her hat. The, uh, Kathy was. And Nikki's like, yeah, my mom's here. And I was like, well, congrats on your like, cause she was pregnant, like, very pregnant. I was like, congrats on your baby. Congrats on her. She was like, thanks. It was just so, it was weird. It was like, can you give me a little something?
0: 100%. I, I feel like I've maybe talked a little bit about this on the podcast before, but I really feel like it's you're like, and I know that this, yeah, again, maybe is like unfair because people are not going to be in like a nice giving mood all the time. But I'm like, when you're a celebrity and you're meeting someone, yes, you're meeting like a millionth person, but it's like, To that person it's like you're the one in the million like you're a big deal you're like the life-changing moment like of their
1: lives (laughs) yeah well and in this case she i knew she had started her meet and greet at like 2 p.m and i went there pretty close after 2 p.m and i could see that like there was no there was like one other person getting a photo with her like there was no one behind me in line it it wasn't like you know people were embarrassing lined up out the door (laughs) That's so embarrassing. <laughs> no, I think it's because like this event I was at, it's a very like kind of snooty, like she, crowd that like thinks they're above that. It's a free event. Like anyone can go. But I think it was like that vibe that like, oh, we're too cool to like go get a photo with Nikki Hilton. With Nikki Hilton. But yeah, so that's what I'm petty about. <laughs> I could have just so funny being for nice. some reason
0: like I have nightmares that that hap- will happen to me even though like
1: there's no there's no there's no future where I'm doing a meet oh wait meet. we're like where you're the Nikki in the situation Yeah, okay that's it's not your not personality bitch, though but- I was <laughs> just, like you have a very warm welcoming personality like you you know how to make conversation you wouldn't be just like yeah <laughs> Thank you. You know, that's just fucking weird. Yeah, it is fucking weird. Yeah, I just feel
0: like, especially like, okay, if you meet a celebrity on the street and they're like, yeah, I'll take a picture. Sure. Okay, thank you. It's like, Okay, whatever. They weren't expecting it. But for a meet and greet, it's like you turn
1: it on. Yeah. And you're again, you're there's a business relationship there. Like either you're being paid by Love Shack to be there or you're getting a kickback on your shoes you're selling there or both. So like and a lot of times these these appearances, I mean, it's thousands of dollars that they're getting paid. So I'm like, you can fucking turn it on for a little bit. I have social anxiety. I'm like, if you need a tequila shot beforehand, you do what you have to do. Take it. Yes. Yeah, that's what if that day came yeah. for me. When it comes, when it comes for us one day, when we're doing a meet and greet, we will take what we'll do. What needs to be done beforehand. Everyone's yes. process is different, but yeah, mine will be taking. Mine a would also shot. be like yeah, mine is like chugging a bottle of wine. There you go. Sure.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I wonder. Like Nikki, is she? Do you think she wanted this life? Like, I feel like we always just talk about Paris and Kathy, to be honest.
1: Well, I have always noticed that clearly Nikki is like the more kind of restrained one out of them. I definitely think she doesn't like being in the spotlight as much, but... Girl is married to a loaded-ass man. She comes from money. She does not need to be shilling shoes at a love shack fancy. Clearly, she's doing this because, to a certain extent, she wants to keep herself in the public eye. That's my opinion. Like, right. if she right. wanted to shut herself away and never be seen, she could do that. She has the means You're to right. do that.
0: And that's the ideal, is to get the money and just live your life. Yeah,
1: so... So personally, no, I think she I think she thrives off it a little bit, too.
0: Yeah, I don't want to say this because it's looping it back to the Kardashians. <laughs> <laughs> All roads lead back to the Kardashians, <laughs> but I have to. But I sometimes that's why it also puzzles me what the Kardashians are doing, because I'm like, you are rich enough to just like take a step back and like live your life. But it seems like they're like charging, charging ahead with like, I don't know all of this stuff. And yeah, I just for me, the idea would be get lots of money and then just like live a private life. But I guess that's just not the case for some people. Oh, again, I'd
1: be trying to retire. Like I would be yes. investing as much as I could and retire as soon as possible. But I think again, I think you I think you get addicted to the fame. You, It's the serotonin hit of it. And once you have gotten that and live that way, I think it's really hard to walk away from for certain people. I mean, Rob, like, cause if you look at Rob Kardashian, clearly that's kind of the path he's taken. So I just think for some personality types, they just can't walk away.
0: Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. The addiction of the the good feelings. And then I guess, yeah, just like the almost like addiction to like hustling and just wild, wild. Um, if you had to say how many people attended this Nikki Hilton meet and greet.
1: <laughs> I really don't know because I was there at the beginning of it. So I, I really don't know. I don't know when overall. no one was there be, like behind you? That's so
0: no. concerning.
1: No. <laughs> like, like new yeah. fear unlocked. No, no. I I just think she didn't care. So she wasn't really like hyping it up, you know? Yeah. Like if yeah. she had hyped it up, I think there would have been more people there. She could have been standing by the door and like getting people to come in. She was yeah. literally like, in the back corner hiding by her shoes. Wild. Were her shoes nice? Oh I my God. Pee, they're yeah. fugly. I hope none of your are listeners they? have them. They are granny ass, ugly shoes. Really? Oh, I feel kind of bad. No, no, I don't. They were they no, were ugly. No, they're ugly. Don't. Look them up after oh my this. God. Like, look I at, will. I that's the first thing I'm doing. Yeah, they're <laughs> they're not cute.
0: Okay, that's wild. Cause she's cute. Like I don't like her. Like her style isn't. Mine per se, but I think she's like,
1: yeah. And she looked really yeah. cute that day. She had on like this floral maxi dress. It was really pretty. She yeah. had her make. She looked gorgeous. Um, the shoes yeah. were not it though.
0: Wild. Okay, I cannot wait. Okay, this was super fun. Thank
1: you so much for joining me today. Gosh, thank you, Tori. I'm glad like this could be my first experience as a guest. It was a great one. I know
0: have. you were so great. <laughs> oh, like, thank oh you. my goodness. I love that. Like, r- literally right after I feel. Like I hit record, you're like, this is my first <laughs> first guest spot. I was like, oh my god, that, that's amazing. You're a, you're a old pro. Thank now. you so much.
1: Uh, where can the listeners find your podcast and anything else you want to plug? So you can find kind of cute. It's K I N D A cute. Wherever you listen to Ready to Be Petty, uh, you can follow me at Bailey Evan, which is B A I L E Y E V I N on TikTok and Instagram. And I also have an account for Kind of Cute at Kind of Cute Podcast on. Instagram. Instagram. And that's pretty much it. And I love people like contacting me and sliding into my DMs. I just like love to chat. So if any of you guys want to chat about this episode with me and Tori, please do.
0: (laughs) Yes. Oh my God. Yes. That is the best. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Tori. And there you have it. Thank you so much to Bailey for joining me on today's episode. And thank you so much for listening. I know I plug this at the end of every podcast, but it really helps grow the pod and, you know, be able to continue to have these fun discussions online. So if you enjoyed today's podcast, Share it on your socials uh, and I'll repost or you know just send it to someone who you think would enjoy today's episode as well. You can follow along with me on my socials at RTBP podcast. I hope you are safe and healthy out there. As always, I'm your host, Tori, and I am ready to be petty. See you soon. Bye.